Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel, and today I'm being joined by a very special guest. He is the best-selling author, media expert, and success coach. This guest has represented a record-breaking 58 Academy Award winners, 38 Grammy Award winners, 43 New York Times bestsellers. Some of his former clients include Michael Jackson, Barbara Streisand, Prince, and George Carlin, among many others. His work has included media counsel to former presidents Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, and Bill Clinton. In addition, he himself has authored 19 books, including five bestsellers, including Broken Windows, Broken Business, How Small Remedies Reap Big Rewards. A big welcome to the man CNN dubbed America's branding expert and my friend, Michael Levine. Welcome, Michael. Uh, thank you, Andy. Thank you for sharing your valuable audience with me. And of all the uh, titles that you uh, indicated attached to me, your friend is uh, high in the list. So uh, I appreciate the opportunity. You, you've created a really interesting um, conversation with, the, with your podcast, with what you're doing. So um, I'm honored to be sharing your valuable audience with you. Well, we're excited to have you on. Now, before we dive into your list of Broken Windows Award winners, for those not familiar with your book, Broken Windows, Broken Business, can you talk a bit about sure. the concept the book deals with and how that led to your Broken Windows Award winners? Yes, sir. Broken Windows, Broken Business is a business book uh, predicated on a theory of criminology called Broken Windows Theory. And the Broken Windows Theory of Criminology was born in August of 1982, created by a UCLA professor who was no longer alive, Professor James Q. Wilson. And what the theory of criminology said the Broken Windows, Windows Theory of Criminology said that if you go into a neighborhood and you see a broken window or some graffiti, a minor infraction, and the authorities did not repair the window or the graffiti within a short period of time, say 72 hours, it would send a psychic signal to the residents, the homeowners, the tourists, and the criminals that the bad guys were in charge. And very quickly, much more serious crime would ensue. So what I did is I took that theory of criminology and I dragged it. 
I moved it. I pulled it right over to business. And I said, in exactly the same way it affects a society, it also affects a business. So if you or I or any of your wonderful listeners go into a restaurant today and you walk into the bathroom and the bathroom is dirty, it sends a psychic signal to the brain that perhaps the kitchen isn't too clean. If you and I were on an airplane, we pull the coffee tray down and there's a spot that's uncleaned on the coffee tray. It sends a psychic signal to your brain that perhaps the engine maintenance isn't as good as it could or should be. And that's the theory. Little details matter a lot in business. And uh, I hope that's an interesting way to start the conversation for your, for your uh, valuable audience. So, yeah, no, thank you for, for explaining that. I think as you explain it, the listeners are, think they, they all have seen broken windows now that they know what it is. How did you create this list that we're going to go through in just a minute of, of the 10 biggest offenders of broken windows? Well, Andy, to be honest with you, I have become, like I think a lot of Americans, sick and tired of businesses treating customers in a way that is not human. We've all had the experience of calling people, companies that we pay, cable companies, insurance companies, health companies, and we're routinely asked to wait on hold for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I'm sick and tired of it. And so what I decided to do is help maybe turn the book into a movement. The movement says we're sick and tired of being treated poorly and we're not going to take it anymore. And so what I've outlined for you, Andy, and you have it right there, is last year, 2021's list of the 10 worst offenders, the companies who disregard the humanity of their customers. They treat them as if they're uh, insects. And I'm sick of it. And I think a lot of Americans are sick of it. And the reaction to the list was extraordinary. We asked people, of course, to send in nominations for this year. We're going to, and these are not, I mean, there are many, many, many thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of companies who treat customers like crap. But these, in my opinion, are the 10 worst. All right. Well, let's, let's do it. Do you want to go through the list? Or? No, you, you read it, you throw out a name and I'll, uh, I'll offer a commentary, dear friend. All right. These are in alphabetical order, I believe, That's not correct. any, that is not right. any uh, one to 10. They're so horrible. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't have a big, big broken windows winner. They're all, they're all equal. Okay. Signum. Signum. I mean, first of all, they're a disgrace, but 
They're part of an industry that's a disgrace, right? Because you would think that there's a sacred trust between a business and a customer when we're talking about the, uh, the health, the, the care of a customer, right? People calling uh, that corporation will be calling very often in times of distress, will they not? My goodness gracious, to take advantage, to treat customers. And again, I think many uh, listeners here probably treat their insects better than we're, than we're treated <laughs> by, I'm not joking. Uh, it's a disgrace. They should be ashamed of themselves. All right, next up, Dish, Dish Network. Well, there you go. Cable or any television product seem to believe that you, the customer, the payer, the per work for them. You see, that's their mindset. When you purchase a cable product, a television product, there's a mindset that invades that industry, which says, Andy, Michael, you work for us. You'll do what we say. You'll, you'll surrender to us. You'll grovel to us. And it's, uh, it's contemptible. And by the way, most of these companies are doing very poorly in terms of their trend line. Now, they're large companies, so mm -hmm. they can afford loss. But the trend is not good. And the worst offense is this customer service, the lack of any customer service. Every corporation on this list believes that you don't need to talk to a human. It's not convenient. You, you can talk to uh, a robot or a person in another country who can't speak English well or a person in a phone room who is, the, the, the noise is so loud you can't even understand what they're saying. So there you go. Now, let, let me ask before we continue on the list, Amazon has, has made their whole success with that. Correct. With that, you don't have to speak to a human. But I haven't ever heard of anybody saying Amazon has bad customer service. They have now, outstanding customer service, and you can talk to a human being at Amazon anytime you like. Now, initially, Amazon had a policy, which they have now removed, but I think it really was outstanding, and let me share it with you. If you called in the, this is as of maybe two or three years ago, if you called Amazon with a complaint, let's say you had a package that was supposed to be delivered on Tuesday. And the package wasn't delivered on Tuesday. It was delivered on Wednesday. Let's pretend. One day late. And you called Amazon up and you said, hey, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Amazon, the package was received, but it was a day late. Instantly, without hesitation, Amazon would say, well, I'm terribly sorry for the inconvenience. And we're going to give you a $25 credit for that inconvenience. That is outstanding customer service. Now, it's true that Amazon has removed that, and that may be a necessity of the pandemic or other market forces, but it shows a mindset. Not only are customers due an apology very often, they're due compensation. 
right? Your time matters. That's what Amazon was saying when they gave you the 25 bucks. So anyway, they're outstanding. Yeah, no, great, great example. So the next three on the list, Equifax, Facebook, and McDonald's. Okay, well, Facebook doesn't have any customer service. Facebook, unless you pay the money. That's, you see, that's the mindset of Facebook. If you pay the money, we will talk to you. If you don't pay uh, us money, we will treat you as if you're scum. And that is, in my opinion, contemptible, right? If you don't want to uh, talk to customers, then simply stop the free service. But people who have who have been seduced on Facebook, personal photographs, personal messages, or, you know, the whole concept of Facebook was building a, a, a closer world. Well, my goodness, if a, if a customer of Facebook or a client of Facebook loses valuable stuff, and all they want to do is talk to someone at Facebook and get some help, I don't think that's too much to ask for a multi-billion dollar company. So Facebook is. And, and what about McDonald's? I guess you're not, you're not loving it with this list. Well, I'm not loving it because I'm very familiar with the McDonald's formation with Ray Kroc. When Ray Kroc started McDonald's, let me tell you how obsessed he was with cleanliness. There were franchisees in all parts of the country and the world. And Ray Kroc said to the franchisee, not only is it your responsibility to keep your store spotless, it is your responsibility to keep the area one block in either direction of your store spotless. Wow, I did not know that. You must go outside of your store and clean the street one block in any direction. That is how obsessed Ray Kroc was with cleanliness. Now, dear friends, have you ever been in a McDonald's lately? It looks like a gas station in a bad neighborhood. When I used to go to McDonald's as a younger person, it was a wonderful middle-class experience. The service was friendly, the stores were clean, the prices were reasonable or even cheap, and and the service was fast. Now, let's grade McDonald's today on that criteria. How friendly is the service? Not very. How quick quick is the service? How clean is the facility? I mean, I've been into some McDonald's bathrooms taking pictures for the uh, website and the blog. It, it's, it's mind-numbing, mind-numbing how they could have allowed a corporation, one of the greatest corporations in the history of American commerce, to degrade to the extent it has. You know, what is um, fascinating about the McDonald's story as well is I find that service and speed and cleanliness even vary so much from restaurant to restaurant now compared to when it started there are certain mcdonald's i'll I'll never go in you know my kids love to eat there i'll never take them because it is so dirty yep um but it you know when it under ray crock everything was 
factory line perfect, right? And That's so that right. has really That's changed. Right. And I want to tell the business owners watching this, listening to this, dear friends, you probably own a business significantly smaller than McDonald's or Facebook. And therefore, the pressure on you to repair your broken windows is even greater. And that is the issue. I would like to invite every single person watching or listening to this to take a very intense inventory over the next 30 days. Starting today, you have 30 days of your broken windows. Let me give you an example. Let's say you call your dentist. Let's say you have a toothache, you call your dentist. That's generally when you call your dentist, by the way, and your dentist uh, receptionist picks up the phone. After the 12th ring, 12 rings pick up the phone. The first words from the receptionist after 12 rings are? Yes, and please hold. Can you hold? <laughs> don't even say, they don't even say it. Can you hold? And you're put on hold. You're asked to wait one minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, whatever it might be. I'm, I'm, three minutes is rather routine. Now hold your breath for three minutes. Go ahead. Just hold your breath for three minutes and you'll get a sense, a visceral, palpable sense of what a customer feels like. Now, you're holding your breath for three minutes without a toothache, dear friend. Try it with a toothache. And this is what your health provider, your dentist, is saying to customers every day, five days a week. So think about the broken windows. And by the way, if you own a business, let's say you, you're, you own a dental uh, practice, my good friends, wouldn't it be a good idea to consider opening that business at hours that are convenient for your customers, maybe one night a week, perhaps one weekend a month. Dear friends, dear friends, think with the customer in mind. Obviously, people are going through a very difficult time right now. And so if your business can put its mindset in the direction of what's good for the customer, not what's good for you, not what's good for your pet, not what's good for your staff, not what's good for your uh, watching your kid play soccer. What's good for the customer? I think you're going to soar in this environment. You know, those are, are all great points. As I think with this list, you're not, well, maybe you are, but I, I don't think you're so much trying to disparage these companies, but to show examples of broken windows that business so owners can learn from. I'm trying to tell them that the game is over. We're no longer going to take it. As American consumers, you do whatever you want. It's a free market, but you are going to pay. McDonald's, if you continue to treat customers like this, we will find other places to go, as you said, with your child. And I am disparaging them. They should be ashamed of themselves. Every one of these corporations has vast resource and treating customers 
uh, horribly, which is what every single one of these do, they should not only be ashamed of themselves, but they should be penalized in the marketplace. And I want customers to say, enough, enough, I've had it. All right, well, back to the list. The next two are Monsanto. I don't even know who that was before I read this list, and Spectrum. Well, uh, Spectrum is part of a... (laughs) By the way, you know what's hilarious? This is so funny. Obviously, if you've ever called Spectrum television, you'll see what a horrible experience it's like. It's it's just mind-numbing. A 20-minute, 15-minute wait, all of it. However, what's really fun if you enjoy these type of things is go on YouTube or, or on the web and find some of Spectrum TV commercials and watch how they purport to treat customers. They will, it, it is such a lie. It is so, it, it, hypocrisy isn't even a strong enough word. Uh, they know they treat customers horribly and we know they treat customers horribly. They won't say it. I just did. All uh, these type of companies pretend in their TV commercials to treat customers like they're gold. And of course they don't. Uh, Monsanto is a corporation that uh, has been, I think, quite fairly uh, maligned for its uh, production of chemicals that are really, really concerning to American consumers for lots of reasons. Now, there's nothing wrong with a corporation valuing profit to a high degree. That's the purpose of business, and that's the purpose of capitalism. However, there is a, uh, there is a point at which uh, responsibility is also an important goal of American corporations, particularly with consumers who are more concerned about these type of things. They, you know, as you pointed out, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, American consumers weren't that concerned with these things. And they are today. So and uh, the last three to finish off your list, your uh, of the worst of the worst of, of the worst, worst, the worst winners are <laughs> United Airlines. The United States Postal Service yep. and Wells Fargo. Okay. Well, Wells Fargo, uh, forgive me for saying this, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty harsh, but Wells Fargo uh, for a period of time uh, was quite, uh, I mean, involved in nothing less than criminal activity, period. Now, um, their response to their, I mean, it's not bad behavior. This is criminal, criminal. And their response largely has been, oops, you know, we're sorry, we fixed it. Well, you know, Andy, if you were in a uh, supermarket parking lot today and I unintentionally uh, banged your car with a shopping cart, right? And I created a dent in your car. And I came up to you and I said, oh, gee, I'm terribly sorry, my friend. It's been a hard day for me. I have a headache. My kids have been sick. And I'm real sorry. I think you would say to me, well, 
I appreciate your apology very much, but you're going to have to pay for the dent. And that's where I think well, where Wells Fargo has failed so miserably. It's been window dressing. Their behavior was criminal. And they haven't responded as well as they could or should, frankly. Um, now, the United States Post Office. I live in um, Los Angeles, California, Andy. And uh, my bookkeeper mailed to me a check recently from a suburb area of, of uh, Los Angeles called Malibu. Now from the suburb of Malibu to where I received my mail in Los Angeles, that drive is about an hour by car, something in that range. Might be 45 minutes, but about an hour I would say. That piece of mail took eight days. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight days. The United States Post Office. Now, certainly we understand that maybe during, during this terrible pandemic, that things have slowed down a bit. Maybe normally it should have taken one day or perhaps two, and it would be acceptable perhaps for it to take even three or four today. But eight? Eight? And again, you want to have some fun, go on YouTube and watch some of the UPS, uh, um, United Postal's uh, service TV commercials. It's hilarious. What was the last one, dear friend? United Airlines. Oh, my God. Well... I don't have to tell you, anyone who has ever flown on an airline, a domestic American airline in coach, or, or even first class or business for that matter, but coach particularly, where about 85% of airline passengers fly in coach, I, I, I mean, it starts with the seat. I mean, it, <laughs> what can one say? It is as if the, the uh, airline had intentionally decided to make the experience as miserable as possible. So how did, I mean, you know, flying, we all can agree, is not usually a great experience, but how did United and the Friendly Skies able to separate themselves into the broken windows? Um, because they're, because they're, they're disconnection between what they proclaim friendly skies and how they treat customers their on time their on time record is deplorable their service is non-existent have you ever tried calling try calling united airlines for fun give it a try you you will <laughs> it, it, it's not fun so there are many airlines that are horrible in 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 uh customer service area, but United is just, I thought I would pay a special salute to United for their just deplorable record. So thanks for sharing your list. Now I would want to ask, we got this list, but more importantly for a business owner, That's it. For them, how, how, how do they uncover broken windows in their hmm. own business? What, what's the best way to do that? Mystery shop is a good way. 
but do it yourself. Let's say you own a business. Let's pretend, right? And you have 10 employees. Uh, go outside your office. Maybe take another person's phone if you choose. And call your office and see what the experience is like. Pretend to be a customer. Put yourself in your customer's shoes. Also, if you've had a complaining customer for any reason, don't run from them. Pull them closer to you. Ask them, what is it? Tell, tell me more. What, what was your experience? How did that make you feel? Don't hang up the phone and say, I'm sorry. Say, tell me more. Invite them to maybe mystery shop your business. Invite, learn from the negative. Never let a crisis go to waste. Never let a bad experience go to waste. Those complaining customers can be your best allies, strangely, interestingly. And also inventory how, listen, if I call a business today on a Tuesday, Tuesday at noon, and Wednesday at 4.30 in the afternoon, I get an email response. That's a broken window, bro. Now, if you're not smart enough to figure that out, to understand what I just said is a broken window, then you're probably not smart enough to be in business in the first place. If you think that responding to a telephone call at 12 noon on Tuesday with an email at 4.30 on Wednesday is acceptable, you're probably not bright enough to run a business in the first place. You know, I, I love that tip with turning complaining customers into assets. I think that's allies. A great allies. Exactly. I think that's great. And another thing- It's just, hard to do. It's yeah. hard and it's humbling, but and, that's cool. And mystery shopping, I believe, you know, especially nowadays where there's so much e-commerce, I'm always telling my private clients, place orders on your website, do it on desktop, oh, do it candy. on mobile. And you're, if you're not doing it, you should be doing it at least a couple times a week because that would be a great way, especially brilliant. for my e-commerce listeners to, to uncover brilliant. broken windows. Brilliant. Hey, and have your relatives do it. Have yeah, your sister, yeah. Your no, mother, absolutely. Your cousin and your older aunt, have your older aunt do it. Don't have a teenager do it. Have your 71-year-old older aunt try to do it. That's really smart, Andy. So hey, let, let me ask another question. So do you ever get to a point where there's so many broken windows in your business, you should say, let's just scrap this and start again? Maybe. That's for, for see, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not arrogant enough to tell you what is repairable and not. Most things are repairable with enough, enough effort. By the way, let me talk about the first rule of success in broken windows. Listen carefully, dear Andy and listeners. The number one rule in repairing broken windows is attendance. What does that mean? Dear friends, the reason that the bathrooms and the 
outer area of McDonald's are so deplorable is because the owner isn't there. The owner thinks that he or she doesn't need to show up because he's the owner. He has a manager for that. And then the manager is there Monday through Friday, nine to five. Well, what if you go into McDonald's at six o'clock at night? Who's there then? You got to show up. You got to look. You got to see. You got to be part of the experience. If you own a business, the first rule of success in repairing broken windows is attendance. So my last question for you, Michael, before we wrap it up, there's an old adage that says uh, no press is bad press. Should these companies be thanking you today? In, in certain strange ways, I think each of the 10 businesses that we've reviewed today should be, uh, I should be added to their board of directors in certain strange way. Not that I want to be, but I think that if they were as committed to repairing these, they would find this conversation of immense value. And they, they owe me and the consumers who have joined me in this movement. It's a movement. We're not going to do it anymore. We've had it. What was it in that movie Network? Network, yeah. Network. We're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. We're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. I'm going to ask each of the people listening to this broadcast not only to repair theirs. They should. They should if they want to succeed. But also, in your daily decisions, consumer purchases, knock it off. I'm done. I'm done. If you can't do better than that, go to hell. So your books, including Broken Windows, Broken Business, are available on Amazon. How yeah. else can how else oh, can by the way, let me just make a reference on Amazon? Uh, there was a new edition of the book that just came out, right? With a totally revised. So make sure and get that new 2021 edition, not the older edition book initially came out, I think, in 2006. You know, they're both very good. Maybe a listener wants both. But I want you to get the new one, the revised one, because that's where I think uh, we, we talk a lot about what's going on in modern life today. So beyond the books, is there any other ways that an interested listener can learn more about you? Well, of course, that we have a website, Michael Levine Media, which if you choose, you can uh, review and and I would be flattered by that. And uh, also, you know, I think I've been told that if you go on YouTube and you type in Michael Levine's success speech, there's several pretty good videos up there, or at least one's worth checking out. But um, I think the broken windows theory of business, paying attention to little details, making treating customers as if they're friends, treating customers as if they're friends could well be a very valuable tool, particularly in this age of automation. Well, this has been fantastic. Thank you Thank for you. joining fantastic. us. Is there any final parting words before we wrap it up today? Well, maybe we can end this way. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, brothers and sisters, children of the night, in the end, in the end, life provides you with a stark choice. 
you can either do the difficult or endure the difficult. Dear friends, discipline weighs ounces. Regret weighs tons. Get to work, make your business great, make your life great. Uh, and uh, Andy, I, I just, I'm, I commend you for this uh, valuable podcast. You do some great work for your customers, but I think this podcast opens up dialogue that might not normally be present. So congratulations. Well done. Great. Well, thank you once again for joining us, Michael. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Michael or his books, including Broken Windows, Broken Business, How Small Remedies Reap Big Rewards, you will find the links in the show notes below. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our all-new podcast resource center available at www.makeeachclickcount.com. We've compiled all past guests by show topic and include each of their contact information in case you would like any information on services they offer. That's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.